Blog Talk Radio.
Hello? Julie. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're going to go ahead and I'm doing great. And we're going to go ahead and start. Appreciate your willingness to do this retake. So let's jump in. All right. I'm going to go ahead and introduce the show, then introduce you. And we'll edit all of this up until I introduce the uh, show. So welcome. Okay. And when is it going to, when are you going to release it? Um, uh, well, it's going to go through, it's going to edit, like edit this out, what we're talking about, and we're going to take it to a mini blog, we're going to clean the audio, take it to a mini blog, and so it should be very shortly in terms of the audio, in terms of the mini blog, it'll take a little longer. So I'll Okay, but, but is it going out this week? I'm ready. just curious, timing? Oh yeah, this week, no, this week oh, for okay. sure, this week for sure, absolutely. So uh, yeah, we're only on Monday. So we, a team will have, should have it ready um, just in a, well, I don't want to quote them, but in a couple of days. Like it won't even be Friday, likely. So, uh, but just because we have that, that 60 minutes, which we won't need all of it, but we've already dug into it and it's only um, set for the 60. I'm going to jump in, but, um, and then we'll, any questions after, most welcome. So let's jump in. So. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to start and we're going to leave the music. They can edit that back in. So hello everyone and welcome to Intersections Matches Talk Radio, a show for people who resonate with Mahatma Gandhi's quote, learn like you're going to live forever, live like you're going to die tomorrow. This is Jasbina, your host and the founder of Intersections Match, a global personalized matchmaking and coaching company for successful and commitment-minded singles. So today we're continuing our multi-industry series with another episode on love in the time of COVID. With no further ado, I'm very excited to welcome to today's show fellow relationship expert Julie Spira, one of the country's most recognized online dating experts. Julie's appeared on Good Morning America for today's show, ABC's Nightline, CBS, CNN, E, Cosmopolitan, New York Times, Chicago Tribune, Washington Post, and USA Today. You may have seen her dating advice on eHarmony, Match, J-Date, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, Yahoo, Your Tango, or Zoot. Welcome, Julie. Hi, Jasmina. How are you? It's a pleasure to have you on. And, you know, Julie, from my perspective as a matchmaker and relationship expert, I'm happy to report that our clients are fully embracing video technology to connect with prospective partners. They're not letting COVID-19 get in the way of proactively pursuing their personal goals during these unprecedented times of social distancing. That said, I imagine that many singles in quarantine during this turbulence without professional support are feeling the lack of a special someone by their side even more deeply than pre-COVID. So your innovative launch of relationship advice site, Dating in the Age of COVID-19, How to Find Love in a Pandemic, caught my eye. Tell us about what inspired you to launch this site. Well, what really inspired me is the fact that, like many of us in the dating industry, when we first um, really got the notice to stay at home and to 
be safe and to quarantine, a lot of people's natural instinct was to say, I can't date, I can't meet anyone, I don't want to go to a matchmaker if they can't match me. So we had this temporary pause button pushed. And then quite quickly after, after that, maybe a couple of days after that, suddenly everybody who realized they had to be connected, the feeling of knowing there was somebody there you know, in your court that you could be hopeful about love rather than feeling sad that you can't find love, became really elevated, which is natural to happen in a crisis. People saw that after 9-11, where people were kinder to mm-hmm. each other and people wanted someone to you know, be in the storm with. So when the clouds lifted and we had a sunny day, we could still be together. And being a person um, who, you know, I created Cyber Dating Expert a really long time ago, and I've been in the technology industry and the online dating industry for over 25 years. I had earlier on embraced video dating, yet the clients were hesitant. And so what happened was I really realized that people needed, they needed the support They needed a wing girl or a wing guy to kind of coach them and lead them into video dating and virtual dating, which basically they never wanted to do in the past because they felt they had maybe a bad hair day. They weren't looking their best. They felt they'd make a better impression in person. And what Mm -hmm. I realized is they needed this help. So we created dating in the age of COVID-19, how to find love in a pandemic, where we've been helping singles navigate virtual dates and video dating and whether you're using a feature within your app or whether you just are having a lot of fun on zoom calls with your friends and family and you prefer using zoom or facetime there are a variety of tools in the toolbox to basically help love not get kicked to the curb i love that love not get kicked uh, kick to the curb. And as you said, connection is even more at a premium, right? When everyone is, is quarantined in that sense. So I understand that your site actually has a dating poll regarding how COVID-19 has affected people's desire to date. And what were some of the findings? Let me take a peek right now because it changes. It's so fluid, just like all the information that we're getting. Um, originally, sure. when I first did the poll, I did a Twitter poll, okay. and a lot of people were putting dating on hold. But I'd say it was, you know, maybe okay. 60% still wanted to date, and 40% put it on hold. And this was a Twitter poll before, before the, you know, the required stay-at-home orders were in place. So now, if okay. I look at the poll, and how the question we asked is, how has COVID-19 affected your dating life? And the options were, okay. I want a long-term relationship more than ever, or B, I can't wait to get back to hooking up like I did before, and C, I've put dating on hold. So and when I look at the results of the poll on the homepage, 75% say I want a long-term relationship more than ever, mm. and only 16% say they want to put dating on hold. And for the serial daters, well, you know, there's, they're, they're in the minority. 8% of people um, are looking to continue to mul- date multiple people and get back to that routine. So when you have three-quarters of the singles that are viewing the site, that are taking the time to take the poll, they're saying, I want a long-term relationship. Now is the best time to start. And the reason now is the best time to start dating online is because everybody's there. 
people are home. They're attached to their mobile phones like their personal digital teddy bear. So this is what we're seeing is that people want to connect and they're making great matches. And the feedback I'm getting is I didn't really believe there were that many great guys online and they are. That is really exciting for people out there who are like, you know, feeling, feeling isolated, frankly. Um, it doesn't need to be. And I understand that one of your services is a mock video date to help prepare clients for their virtual dates. Now, what I'm interested in, what do you find are some of the most common areas of improvement for men? Just for men. We're going to start with men. So what do you find are some of the most common areas of improvement? (laughs) When I go on the dress rehearsal... We'll do that. When I go to the when I go on a dress rehearsal, that's what our that's what we're, the mock dates are. They're called the dress rehearsal, and I go with them. And in advance, I tell them what I want them to wear, and I give them a list of talking points. And I go on as their date, and we have a 20 minute date, which I like to think that the first date really should be 20 minutes, nothing more, because the goal of the first date is just to put a second one on the calendar. So if you have a great first video date, you know you know you have one goal only. Put another one on for tomorrow or the day after. But guys, um, they, they don't take the time to look at the lighting. <laughs> and so they don't look their best. So I see the women, you know, they're taking the cue. They have great lighting in front of them and on side of them. And you see, like, a guy that looks like he's in a tunnel. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got to practice the lighting because You know, you can only look as good as your worst photo on a dating profile. And honestly, you're really only as good as your lighting when it comes to virtual dates. Tell us some tips on the lighting. That is really insightful. Tell tell us some tips for the men out there. Well, I can't expect everyone to have a green screen like I do and a professional lighting (laughs) kit and a studio set up, you know, to do, you know, Skype interviews or dates or whatever. So, But for the lighting, you know, if you can sit next to a window and you can have schedule your virtual date before it gets dark outside, sunset time is the perfect time to schedule a virtual date. And you can sit by a window where you have some natural light coming in on the side and find a lamp. Um, Again, or you can order, you know, you can order one of those fabulous ring lights. I got one um, online for twenty nine ninety nine, when I don't want to set up my big <laughs> camera studio, and for twenty nine ninety nine, I've got a ring light that's right behind my computer, and you know, for a quick call, I just turn on that ring light. On again, under thirty dollars, you could get it in two or three days, and that will put the light in front of you instead of behind you. So I think it's a great investment to to buy a ring light. And if you're using your mobile phone, you can get the clip-on versions, and they're very inexpensive. And they will clip onto your mobile phone, and you have, voila, instant almost studio lighting. Wonderful. Okay, men, so ring lights. What about for women? What are some of the common uh, common areas of of improvement, of, of growth? so that women can grab something and say, all right, my next <laughs> video date is going to be off the charts in terms of me bringing my best. Well, what could that be for women? The two things that women need to do is they need to dress as if they are going on a date in a restaurant 
and they're going for happy hour drinks with someone that hopefully turns into appetizers mm-hmm. and dinner, or they're having a candlelight dinner with someone. So you need to set the stage, and you need to put on that dress or that sweater that makes you feel the best that you would wear if you were going on that first date. And while we all can ask the question in the beginning of your virtual date, how are you doing during this challenging time? You know, that's a quick you know, introduction question, and then you need to move on to positive things. Because if everybody's talking about watching the TV news cycle or they're talking about how they heard about somebody else who got sick, um, it, it leaves the day kind of on a downer, and chances are you won't get a second mm-hmm. date. Ah, okay. So tell me, I'm, I'm curious, and I bet some of the men and, and women out there are kind of wondering too, are you finding – more men or more women who are seeking this um, this dress rehearsal, this mock um, this mock video date to pray prayer. I know people are thinking, huh, more likely men or more likely women, or is it equal? I, I, tell, me, tell me about that. Pretty much equally balanced, but what I am noticing okay. is the men are very persistent in staying in touch with the women in between, and the men are the ones that say, let's let's become exclusive. So, you know, all these women want to define relationships, you know, when we had, before we had to go to virtual dating. And now the men, Mm -hmm. the men are quick to say, I don't want to play the field. I want one person to be with. Mm. And that's a shift. That's a dramatic shift for especially a world where we've seen so many options and so many commitment phobes. I'm seeing the men in many cases. Um, As a matter of fact, there are two stories on the site. It's called Dating During Quarantine. There are two stories on the site of um, couples that one couple's quarantining together and the other one sees each other every day. And they started dating in the very early stage, right before the lockdown started. And in both cases, the men decided they wanted to be exclusive. They knew what they wanted and they wanted to quarantine with this one person and this one person only and take down their profiles. Wow, really, really escalating the the time, right? And and the um, you know the progress of that relationship. That is really interesting. Um, I'm wondering, are you finding any gender differences when it comes to different age groups as you provide this service, right? Like any patterns with different ages, different genders within the different genders, right? Like. Um, this decade of people tend to X, Y, and Z, or this decade, it's, it's fascinating. Any differences or not really? No, there really isn't. I mean, love is so universal. Okay. Everybody wants it. Everybody sure. wants to feel connected to someone. The people that are doing the dress rehearsals yeah. are between 25 and 75. Okay, so very wide range. And are you finding any regional differences in the way men are approaching this virtually or not really? Not really. I mean, there are people, you know, there are couples, as I said, they're all across the country right now, and they're very creative. And and I think the more creative you can be, excuse me, the more creative you can be, um, the more exciting your dates are. One couple loves going on picnics. They go on virtual picnics apart, and they pick different parks, and they get the same food. Another couple has a date night. And they order from the same restaurant. And that's kind of romantic and sexy. And they, they share the menus in advance. And they decide, um, they decide where they want to dine. 
and because there's so many interesting programs um, that are on on television now that people are streaming, and all of these charity and benefit concerts, it's really, really great to be able to pick a movie, have a movie night, microwave some popcorn, and, you know, log on and um, do a Zoom chat with each other while you're watching the same movie. And if you're streaming it, you can push the pause button, and you can take a break, or you can have dessert. And the more creative you can get, I've never seen so much creativity in dating as I have right now. And I love the fact that men are sending care packages to women with anything from you know, Purell to toilet paper to chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> that is great. I, you know, speaking of creativity, I completely, uh, you know, appreciate that. And I think, you know, like you said, the picnics, you know, because that couple was interested in that, what, you know, whether you're interested in museum, concert, symphony, cooking, right, the NFL, Major League Baseball, Champions League, soccer games, we've seen such, such a variety. Um, so that's yeah, and the uh, the creativity of the packages. So between the creativity, between the, you know, from the perspective of, of women seeking commitment-oriented men, I see, I, I, it seems like the, um, the trend you're seeing in terms of men's interest in, in um, exclusivity and, and uh, you know, committing earlier is, is there. Any other surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, positive dating consequences of the, uh, of the COVID-19 environment, which you've come across? Now been, I think one of the most important you know, things is that I think the most important and most noticeable thing um, because of dating in isolation or dating during quarantine is that relationships are moving fast as far as getting to know someone, but slow because they're all taking place where people are asking questions about each other, learning about each other's families, and they're not hopping into the bedroom. So I think this is really significant that we have what I would call sort of an old-fashioned courtship going on across a variety of different demographics where people really are taking the time to get to know someone. They understand that they're in a long-distance relationship. They understand that they're pen pals, but they're on this journey together, and one and they can sit and they can think about where would we go on our very first date when it's safe, you know, when it's safe to do so. And whatever your hobbies and passions are, if you love going to rock concerts, there are so many concerts on Instagram and streaming. Go to the concert with your date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't um, get affected. The emotion. <laughs> yeah, and, and the building up the emotional connection, like like you were saying, right? It's, it's a building up the emotional connection and then just, you know, um, that's yeah, that's really exciting actually from the relationship point of view, right? And speaking of, even before we get to the video date, um, talking about going back to the online dating, um, tell me, are you seeing any differences regarding you know the kinds of let's say online dating pictures that people post in the COVID nineteen environment, right? Um, any differences you're you're seeing in terms of what people are posting? I do, and I think it's really um, crucial to change your and update your dating profile. This is the perfect time for mm-hmm. people to do spring cleaning and clean out a closet and then go to your dating profile, and I call it like the digital facelift, you know, and, and take down <laughs> okay. some photos that are really old, put up some new ones, and I have seen photos <laughs> of people, more selfies, 
Now it's more acceptable to have a selfie because that's all you can do. You're alone. So I'm seeing people posing more selfies, which is fine. And I'm also seeing, like, you know, somebody post a picture, you know, holding a bunch of rolls of toilet paper, which is kind of humorous. (laughs) So when when you're rewriting your profile, there is a big difference between saying I'm COVID-19 free, which I don't recommend, to saying, you know, I've got toilet paper. Do you have Purell? There we go. There we go. And I think toilet paper can be like the, like a Ferrari, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a guy uh, preening with, uh, with the toilet paper. It's kind of funny. So, um, so you said something about old, right, about um, in terms of, you know, spring cleaning and refresh your, um, you know, the profile, the pictures. So what do you, what do you consider old what, in terms of uh, pictures? What, uh, how, how dated do you think is too dated, right? In terms of that, I think anything less than five years is dated, and probably anything less than three yeah. years. I think because we mm-hmm. really are promoting truth and advertising here and authenticity, I think your photos should yeah. be captioned, and I think you should just say what year they were taken in. I mean, no one's got great photos posted on their profile that were taken in the last 30 days or 60 days. So I think if you went on a really great trip, you know, before they had travel bans, and you just were lucky enough to go someplace, you know, in January or October, post a photo of your of your vacation shop because everyone is dreaming about when they can go on vacation. <laughs> and just say, this was my last trip, but, you know, in my virtual dreams, I'd like to go to um, the Caribbean when, when this ban is lifted. And my favorite island you know, are, is Turks and, and Caicos, <laughs> you know, be very specific about where you'd like to go, whether it's an African safari or whether it's to go museum hopping with, throughout the United States. There's so many things that you can do, but, you know, dream about a better tomorrow and you will have a positive um, profile that doesn't really sound like you're, you know, a Debbie Downer or a Donnie Downer. Yeah, and possibly resulting in a in someone to share that better tomorrow with as well, right? So that that's right. Some great practice. Any any other any other um, those are great tips regarding the uh, the pictures and uh, and the captions. Any other sort of best practices for online dating in in the COVID environment? Well, again, try the video, but try it with a friend or try it with somebody like me. Mm-hmm. But do, do a dress rehearsal of some sort just to make sure that you do look your best. And as I said, you can hop on a FaceTime call with a friend and just say, hey, how do I look? How's my lighting? Is my lipstick okay? I mean, last thing you want to do is have lipstick on your teeth, right? So, um, <laughs> so you, you should do that with a friend and have some sort of dress rehearsal. And and know that everybody's feeling isolated and lonely, and everybody really wants to connect. And whether you connect through culture, whether you connect through music, I have a quarantine playlist on dating in the age of COVID-19. So a lot of people like to share playlists. So I have one couple who is sending each other a song every morning, you know, just a song that makes them feel uh-huh. good. But but listen to the quarantine yeah. playlist, and then maybe you'll create one, or maybe you'd like to add to my playlist. But music is, you know, music is the heart and soul of so many people out there, and it's so healing. It's just so healing. 
You got to tell, tell me at least one or one or two uh, songs on the on the COVID playlist on on the site. That's really cool. What, well, what is, the COVID playlist, and you know, everybody can just click on the playlist and, and get a you know snippet. Or if you're on Spotify, yeah. you can listen to it. I mean, it starts with "Lean on Me" by Bill Withers. That was always on the playlist before, sadly, Bill Withers passed away. But you know, it's fun songs okay. like "Dancing with Myself" by Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> and all by myself by Eric Carmen makes it a little sadder. But basically, it's it's a song all about you know um, things that could be related to being alone and um, and needing love and support from friends and potential love interests. Wow, that's great. So um, speaking of needing love and support, and are you finding? Any, yeah, are, are online dating sites, are they reporting shifts in the search parameters, right, of their users? Like what, what kind of search parameters were seen pre-COVID? What, what, uh, what are they seeing in terms of any differences at this time? Like you said, everyone's seeking connection. Um, any differences? Or I think there are certain keywords that are popping up in profiles, <laughs> such as Zoom, such as, you know, Corona. Um, such as, again, yeah. toilet paper, Purell, um, things like video oh, dates. No, no, Pe- people are putting in their profiles keywords that, that are popping up a little more sure. frequently. Well, what about, no, what about the search parameters? Like, you know, um, how someone can put, um, you know, the age or the religion or the ge- geographical parameters. Are you finding shifts? changes in that um, during the COVID environment? Like someone who might I am, and I'll Facebook. tell you what the biggest, yeah. the biggest change is. The biggest change in the search parameters, okay. it used to be people uh-huh. were like, well, I don't want to date somebody that doesn't live 15 mi- miles away from me. Sure. And people were very yeah. rigid in what they were looking for because they didn't want to be in a long-distance relationship. So guess what? Yeah. Even if somebody lives across town uh, or a <laughs> mile right. away, you're in a long-distance relationship now. So Bumble is encouraging people to, um, to search throughout the entire country instead of just searching within your geographic area, and they've enabled that feature. Mm-hmm. And Tinder has a passport feature, which is normally for Tinder Plus, and it's normally a paid feature. Instead of being a premium feature, they are now offering it to everyone, so you can search in any city. Um, it's usually good for when you want to search before you're going on a trip, but now if you widen you know, if you widen your parameters, instead of saying I'm searching within 60 miles or 45 miles, you can search throughout the whole country. You can search to another continent. But, you know, it's manageable to search throughout the country, and the sites are actually encouraging it just so you can make more connections. And, and the worst-case scenario is you've met somebody nice, and you've made a new friend, and you have a new pen pal. And I think pen pals and social distancing are the new sexy. <laughs> I love that. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of Indian American clients and a lot of them have, you know, they, they, the idea of dating someone if you're in California and dating someone in Chicago or New York is not as, as foreign as, as, um, as, as sometimes for, um, for non-Indians. But I'm finding a lot of, um, not, you know, non-Indian clients also embracing that at this point. So that's really, you know, consistent with what the sites are seeing as well. Um, so that is really interesting. I think, you know, at the end of the day, Julie, what I, what I say to people is, you know, it's, 
you can also, the downside of having someone right in your backyard, even apart from COVID, is sometimes you can get into a relationship of convenience where it's just, yeah, like kind of path of least resistance, but no one's really excited. And the, when you are dating long distance, it really kind of, you have to kind of think, you know, is this, is it worth the effort? And it's, it's somewhat more deliberate. Um, and from that perspective, there's a positive. There. And like you said, at this time, right, people within, you know, people who are next door neighbors are, are doing video date at this point. So it's, you know, in terms of geography. So that is really interesting. Um, are you seeing people in terms of their age parameters or religion parameters or, or any other of those markers being any different or is it mostly just a geography where people are broadening and expanding their No, age is a real interesting um, subject to bring up because I have, I have a new client mm-hmm. who's in her 70s and she's very, very okay. active and, you know, loves to yeah. travel. Just, she's just very social and, very, and she's very attractive. And like a lot of people, she said, I look younger than my age. And, of course, we all hear that, yeah. and we don't like to see it on a, written uh-huh. on a profile. And so right. we put up her profile um, like a few days ago, and she's getting all of these messages and hits from really smart men that are age-appropriate. She just didn't want to date somebody that was you know, significantly older than her that might have health problems. And so she is meeting people that are age-appropriate, similar age to her, who are really great guys, and they just started chatting. That's brand new, and she's getting this overwhelming response, and she had it in her head that anyone that would be age-appropriate would be looking for somebody, you know, 10 to 15 years younger. Well, that's not the case. They're looking for a companion that they can relate to, that has similar life experiences. So whereas, you know, pre-COVID, those men who might have been 72 or 68 might have been looking for somebody in their 50s. Now they're looking for somebody they can relate to. So age is not, people aren't getting hung up about age anymore. They're really more concerned about people's values. Mm, and that is really good to hear because we as relationship experts know it's all about the key life values, right, and, and, and compatibility there. So it is, from that perspective, you know, another sort of silver lining, right, as a positive dating consequence of, of, the, of the COVID environment. And uh, speaking of consequences of the COVID environment, you know, as relationship experts, we know that pre-COVID, the, uh, the marriage rate in this country uh, had been declining, right? And I'm curious, COVID will lead to an increase or a further decrease in the marriage rate in this country. What are your thoughts? Boy, I wish I had the crystal ball to answer that. Um, I would say relationships because of COVID, we're going to find a lot of new relationships and meaningful relationships that are going to, uh, that are going to be created during this time. And they will be really significant because they were together during the worst of times, during a very frightening time when they had, were together. We're going to see other relationships that are, not going to, um, that are not going to last. And that's because either you know, one person was realizing they just weren't as committed as the other, and this is the opportunity to sort of do the slow fade, or they're quarantining together and they realize that they don't really have that much in common or they just, you know, are getting on each other's nerves. I would not be surprised to see uh, the divorce rate 
increase when this is over for couples that really were not compatible, that probably would have gotten divorced anyway, but maybe it just got accelerated. But at the same point, I'm seeing people that are telling me, this is an eye-opener. Really, I'm really thinking about where I live, who I'm with, and how I live the rest of my life. And I'm seeing people say, hey, I'm semi-retired. I can move anywhere for love. They're so much more open to moving for love now than they were before the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. And let's end here with, I know you mentioned that, you know, pre-social distancing, there was a you know, story of a couple or maybe two even quarantined together. I'm wondering if there are any other favorite corona dating stories you can end you know, you can uh, leave our listeners with because there's been a lot of hopeful and uh, positive, right? Uh, you know, um, there really has positive consequences um, of dating. So I would love to hear a story before we <laughs> before we end here with this with this really insightful interview. So go ahead. You know, men love to be helpful. They love when you ask for their help, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I have seen stories, when I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it's really true. Some of the best stories I've seen are the couples who show this level of continuity and commitment to the relationship. They don't know if they're going to go the distance, but they are the couples that um, send each other little love notes. They're the couples who send each other um, little gifts. And I'm not saying break the bank, but I'm saying sending a gift of, of sending a song every day, which is what one couple who loves music is doing. Um, to me, it's just so romantic. And they look forward to the day that they can go on a real-life concert together rather than just streaming it from separate homes. So I would say <laughs> that the sweetest stories I am seeing are the stories that people are really hopeful romantics. And they're all coming out in, in big masses, these hopeful romantics, both men and women. So I am going to see... A lot of new relationships develop. People fall in love. Whether they get married or not really depends upon what they're looking for as far as um, a partnership. You know, the people that are looking for marriage and children, you know, they're in one bucket, but people who have been married before and are divorced, they may be looking for a life partner, a companion, or someone really that can just be their emergency contact number because we're in an emergency right now, and if something happened, they'd like to know they have someone they can lean on who they can call. Thanks, Julie. I really appreciate you sharing your insights with us. They've been enlightening, and they've been hopeful, and I'm wondering, I'm hoping you'd like to share with our listeners the URL of your timely new site, Dating in the Age of COVID-19. How, what, how, can, uh, how can people find this new site and access it's, the playlist and other things you mentioned? Thank you. Yes, it's simple. It's datinginthageofcovid19.com. Um, if you are dating now and you would like to share your dating during quarantine story, there's an opportunity there where you can submit your stories and share with the other people who are viewing the site how you are dating during COVID-19. And um, so that's, that's one thing that you can do. And, of course, you know, 
if you need your hand held, you can book a session with me for a dress rehearsal. It's, it's really affordable. I really want to make this so everyone could look their best on a virtual date. And, you know, last Friday I watched Mark Zuckerberg give his announcement of creating something called Virtual Date on Facebook Dating. So everyone is taking virtual dates and on steroids, and they're making it the way that we will be dating. It is the new normal. So get with the program, and it's okay if you don't have a perfect hair date. No does, neither <laughs> does your partner. Nobody does. <laughs> so no one has a perfect hair that. day anymore. And guess what? It's okay. You can go on a virtual date. You should put your lipstick on if you're a woman. But you know what? People have gone on virtual dates after the first one, completely without makeup, completely, you know, authentic. And you know what? People still like that. They like to see that you have an authentic side. So ditch the perfectionist, you know, syndrome and just look as best as you can and show up with a happy face. I love it. And you know what? I can't now you through. Now I got to open this up for one more, for a couple more minutes because I know that some of our listeners who did not catch Mark's, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's, um, you know, announcement might be wondering, ah, wait a minute. What? Virtual date on Facebook. Can you tell it, take a couple minutes and tell some of our listeners who may not know much about that a little bit more? Yeah, I'm sure I can tell you as much as as he shared. Facebook Facebook yeah. dating, you know, launched last year, and um, it's just an it's like an in app in app on your Facebook app feature. So they're not matching you up unless you opt in. But um, it's basically mm-hmm. just been chat for the most part. I don't know how many people are really meeting through Facebook date, uh, Facebook yeah. dating, but but he. They are going to ramp up virtual days. They're ramping up other features as far as, you know, group hangouts and things that you can do with your friends and family. But they are going to be rolling out within the next few months something called called, uh, virtual date. And virtual date is no different than what you've been doing on Bumble or what um, Match has just released um, a virtual date feature. And lots of people have Zoom chat rooms, so they're Zooming with their dates because you really – I love the Zoom – chat feature because you're side by side on the date the way it shows up on your computer other people just love the convenience of facetime but facebook is joining the party so you're going to have lots of options you know whether it's virtual date on on facebook whether it's in-app on match or plenty of fish or bumble or um, the league has speed datings events a couple of times a week there's just so many ways that the dating industry is stepping it up to make sure that people are still dating and people are still connecting. And the usage on these dating apps have, has gone off the charts. It's a you know, 50% increase. I saw one article where it said some people in the U.K. were logging on to match seven hours a day. Seven hours a day. Wow. Well, so many options to connect. Thank you again, Julie. And for our listeners, thank you for having me. Yes. Oh, it's been a pleasure. For our listeners, in case you joined us late, I would like to share the show with people in your life. I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match, Intersections Match's website, which is intersectionsmatch.com. And our team may be reached at info at intersectionsmatch.com. If anyone has any, any, suggestions for any topics they'd like discussed in future shows. 
So be be well, everyone. Take care and connect. Try as I may.